and welcome to the Sunday Jumpstart Podcast, a podcast helping goal-getters ditch the excuses, do the work, and make ish happen. My name is Jessica Lauren, and you are listening to episode two. Hello and welcome to the Sunday Jumpstart Podcast. For those of you returning, thank you so much for listening to episode one and coming back over to listen to episode two. And if you are new, my name is Jessica Lauren and I am the creator of the lifestyle and inspirational blog, NoRealJewelry.com. Check it out when you get a chance. And we were basically having some really amazing conversations over in the weekly newsletter and on the blog about overcoming theorists, pursuing passions, squashing anxiety, and the whole nine. And my idea was to stop having these conversations on a computer screen, but to bring it to real life. And so that's how this podcast was born. Welcome to the Sunday Jumpstart. So let's dig on in. Today's episode is something that is so near and dear to my heart. Um, it's, It's about guarding your vision, right? And I've had to deal with this particular topic for a long time. I don't know if most of you guys know this, but I studied acting in middle school, high school, college. Um, I performed on stage, been on TV a couple times. Um, And just dealing with the acting career, I have learned that sometimes when you are chasing your dreams, you need to shut that mouth of yours. Don't tell everybody that you're out here chasing your dreams. And I'll tell you why in a couple seconds. We'll talk about why it's important to guard your vision, how you can guard your vision, and who do you let in on some of the things that you're working on as you're dream chasing. So let's get to it. All right. So one day you wake up with this bright idea, right? You get the idea of, hey, I I got this $20 million idea. I know it's going to be big. It's going to change the industry. I want to quit my job and and do the thing, right? Or sometimes you can wake up to a change that needs to be made in your life. So you'll wake up and be like, you know what? I need to stop smoking cigarettes. I'm going to quit. That is my goal. Or it could be like, you know what? I want to rock a new haircut. I want to lose a little bit of weight. I want to gain some weight. I want to get plastic surgery. I want to do whatever the case may be. Sometimes God just puts stuff on our heart and we want to switch it up. We might want to go to school. We might want to switch careers, whatever the case may be. Now, it is human nature and totally fine to get excited about this new vision that you have for yourself. It's okay to be absolutely excited about the the idea of going to law school or the idea of, you know, switching careers from dentistry to becoming an actor. That is totally fine. Where we get into a little bit of trouble is when we make too many announcements to too many people and to too many of the wrong people. In the words of the great philosopher himself, Little Wayne, <laughs> real G's move in silence like lasagna. Let that let that land for a minute. You'll get it in a second. But basically, the whole idea is that sometimes we get excited and we want to share this new vision and this new goal with our friends and our families and our boo thing. And 
you get so excited. You just want some support. You want a cheerleader to cheer you on. That is natural and that is okay. But what winds up happening is a lot of times we share with people who, God bless their hearts, they mean so well, but they might say something crazy like, but why you want to cut your hair? That's going to look stupid. Or they might say something like, girl, you're trying to start a business. It's a whole recession going on. That's dumb. Why would you do that? And it doesn't even have to be that negative. It could be something as small as why are you trying to lose weight? You know, like you healthy, you fine, but it's a desire that you have. And if you're strong and, and you can push past that, cool. But a lot of us cannot. Some of that stuff sticks. And I don't think people are intentionally trying to be a hater. They're not trying to see you, you, you know, mess up. They don't, they're not trying to, you know, speak negatively into your life. What they are trying to do is to protect you, right? They're trying to make sure that you if you do start this business that you don't get into debt, that you don't make the choice of leaving your very secure job, you know what I mean? Like our friends, our family, their number one duty is to protect you. So when you go ahead and just blab into the world what it is that you want to do, you are welcoming in so many opinions. They could be good opinions, bad opinions, but you're opening up your idea that's in its most infant stages up to just too much scrutiny, right? We've seen people, they done had these babies day one and they send you a picture and you're like, ooh, uh, that baby look a little crazy. You don't, no one, no one says that to a baby, right? No one has the balls to say it. But sometimes we do that to our dreams. Like our dreams are in its very infant stages but I'm like a true human baby everybody will point at your baby like that baby is ugly that idea is stupid that dream you have God didn't give that to you that that desire for a house when you only rent it that's out of touch because black people we don't create wealth or what legacy whatever the case may be sometimes people will look at your idea like it is an ugly baby and they don't have the class not the class wrong word they won't hold back that's what I was gonna say they won't hold back and they will just let you have it. And if you can bounce back from that, kudos to you. But a lot of us can't. And that's how our dreams die. That's how the vision evaporates because you're already deflated and defeated before you even opened up your computer to apply for the promotion. Your mama done talks you out of it and she means well. There's this book, um, it's called The Dream Giver. It is by Bruce Wilkinson and it talks about the um, this dreamer, right? He's on this path to taking his leap of faith. But along the way, he meets a group of people called the naysayers. He meets another group of people along the way. And the book does a really good job of illustrating why people do that. They do it to one, protect you. And to two, seeing other people take their leaps of faith makes mama, sister, best friend look in the mirror in their own lives. It's hard to see someone else taking a leap of faith when you had, when the last time mama, sister and cousin took a leap of faith was years ago, right? A lot of people are like, well, I wouldn't start no blog. I had a blog. It lasted six months. I ain't seen no money. That's it. 
cool story, bro. That might have been your experience. And I appreciate you trying to look out for me and trying to make sure I don't make the same mistakes. However, I need to do this for me. I need to experience this on my own terms. But like I said, it's hard to do that when the naysayers have some really valid points. You know what I mean? Like mom and them be coming with some good some some good uh bullet points like you know what you don't have a babysitter how are you gonna go to grad school or you know what you don't have enough money to pay for tuition and and what it does is it eats up the seed of faith that you have planted in yourself or you know that you're trying to nurture it swallows up that vision that God has secretly been whispering to you at night and while you're driving to work doing those things can can just really deflate you so what I do in my personal life is I don't make any noise until it is done right when I um launched my necklaces the dreamer endure necklaces I wanted to tell my mom because I had never done it before I wanted to share it with everybody I wanted to send them pictures and do, do, do all of that but I knew somebody would be like well why you gotta go don't you need rose gold and then I would have researched rose gold oops it costs too much I can't afford that that would have been the end of it right Sarah Blakely the creator of Spanx I was listening to her interview on this really one of my favorite podcasts it's called how I built this when you get a chance to listen to it she the interviewer asked her did anybody know you were making Spanx she said no no one knew that when she was getting off of work she was dealing with manufacturers she was um first of all Sarah Blakely wrote up her own trademark her own um yeah she did all of the legal paperwork she wrote her own patents like she went to the library looked it all up and wrote it herself because she couldn't afford a lawyer now has she been like oh best friend girl i need to work on these patents i cannot hire a lawyer i'm just about to go up to the library the best friend nine times out of ten just out of sheer girl i got your back i don't want to see you fail more than likely would have said, you can't write no patents. You didn't go to law school. All you do is sell fax machines. At the time, that's all Sarah Blakely, the billionaire of Spanx, did. She was a fax machine um, saleswoman. So imagine, had she not guarded that vision, we wouldn't have Spanx ladies. Our stomachs, we would still have muffin tops. We would still have them dimples when we wear dresses. There would be no Spanx if Sarah Blakely didn't have the wherewithal and honestly the self-discipline to guard her vision. And that's kind of how I am with my stuff. When people ask me, hey, Jess, what's next for the blog? Hey, Jess, what's next for the shop? Hey, Jess, when you going to start doing this? I just say, oh, I have a couple projects I'm working on or I keep it real bland white bread white sugar just white rice real bland I don't I don't speak too much on it because I'm not going to give you the power to project your fears over my vision that God gave me I'm not going to give you the power to speak any you know like girl where you gonna get the money from that uh-uh no 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 or you know somebody told me uh <laughs> That it takes six months to plan an event before I started working on a workshop that I wanted to do. And I, I literally took my notebook, tore out the pieces of paper and threw it away. Just like, dang, I should have did this six months ago. There's no way I could do this in 30 days. But then God was like, says who? 
there is no such thing as an as an expert. I hate to say that, right? There are people, yes, they are more experienced than you. I'm going to take that back. There are are such things as an expert. But for you and your life, the expert is God, number one. And number two is the vision you have for yourself. Yes, it would have been prudent of me to have a six months uh, trajectory and, and, and calendar markdown. But for me, Jessica Lauren and no real jewelry, my expert, me is saying I could do this in 30 days, but see how just someone speaking facts. It was factual. It probably is. She's a PR girl. She's right. It probably is. But guess what? Me and my planning in 30 minutes sold out my event. Now, next time I will take her, you know, information for this conference I want to put together and maybe plan for six months. But baby, had I not had the strength to be like, "Mm, I like what, thank you for what you're saying. I'm not receiving that. There would not have been a sold out workshop for women that day. So that's all I'm trying to say is that we have to be really, really careful who we share such a fragile dream or a fragile goal with. And listen, I'm not saying go out there and get you a whole bunch of yes women. Uh, uh-uh, That's not what I'm saying. We don't need people in our corner saying, yes, that's good. Yes, that's cute. No, because criticism, there's a place for criticism and critiques and and just input from other people. But what I am saying is that when you're getting your idea off of the ground, your goals are just now starting. You just stopped drinking one cup of coffee and you replaced it with water, right? You don't have to share that with everybody because when it's that small of a, you know, crazy looking baby, people will have opinions about it and you have to be guarded with that vision, protect it because otherwise it can be swallowed up. So here's what you can do. If you are blessed enough to have a best friend who you trust and who you you respect their opinion or a mentor or um, a fitness instructor, whoever it is, find one person that you per- perhaps can share though that vision with who who just gets it. Do that, share that with them, but don't. What I'm what I'm warning you about is going on Facebook like, hey y'all, I'm thinking about starting, you know, my own nail shop on Facebook. You ain't even looked up what it takes to run a nail shop on Google yet. People gonna come hating. And again, I don't necessarily think that it is from a place of hate. It's just people are afraid for you and they're afraid in their own life, right? And fear is more contagious than strep throat. It just takes one fearful thought to rub off on you and it can kill it. So in order for you to see your vision through, my recommendation is to guard your vision. And I had to learn it the hard way. Like whenever my agent will call, I'm like, Jessica, we got this commercial audition. I would be like, mama, guess what? I got this commercial audition. I call my best friend. Girl, I got this commercial audition. I make the call back. Girl, we in the callbacks. Hey, let's celebrate. Um, And I wouldn't get it. And it was like, oop, I got the boo-boo face. And not only that, sometimes my friends and family be like, didn't you get the commercial last time? Like, didn't we go through this already? So I just learned to just kind of keep some things secret until they come into fruition like now in my business with the blog and with the podcast and everything else you only know about it when I hit publish 
I'm not on there announcing like next week on. No. Today I'm no. New post in three weeks. No, 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 no. What grows does not make noise. I am, uh-uh, you will find out when I tell you. And it's because I can't risk your opinion stopping my vision that God placed in me. And that's something really, really special for God to sit there and give you these dreams and these yearnings in your heart. You have to protect that. That's so sacred. Even if it may you know, seem trivial. It's still for you. It don't have to be nothing crazy and big like um, businesses or it, it really doesn't. Whatever is sacred in your life that you it keeps you up and it makes you excited. And, and, and you the first thing on your mind is that thing. That ain't nothing to be trivial with. That's not nothing to just be lackadaisical with. That's something to guard and protect. So, um. That's it. That's what I got. I just wanted to share that with you guys because that's something that I really, really try to practice is I don't make noise. I let my work speak for itself. And when I do need to vent, I do. God has blessed me with some tremendous um, business and blogger friends that I might, you know, share some of that stuff with. Or, you know, when I was going through a breakup, a terrible breakup. I had my sisters in Christ praying with me and speaking life over me. I ain't put my breakup on Facebook. I sure didn't because baby, them DMs would have blew up. But you know, you just have to be a little bit um, protective of yourself. And that's all I wanted to share with you. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode, Guarding Your Vision. Do me a huge, huge favor. Once you get done listening to me yammer on, I want you to go um, and like and subscribe and put all those stars, do all that stuff on iTunes. It really, really does help. Um, and I, you know, every time I get on here or on the blog, my prayer is that God uses my voice to help some other woman or man, hey man followers, um, overcome their fears and pursue their passions to ditch the excuses and make ish happen. And a lot of times that happens with your help. The more people see more stars, they're like, oh, let me download the Sunday Jumpstart and please download episodes, share them with friends. Now, if I mentioned something in a podcast and you didn't, you were driving and couldn't write it down. Don't worry. I got your back. If you go to norealjewelry.com backslash podcast, all of the show notes and links to books and all that stuff is on the website. You guys, I pray that this upcoming week is, is so amazing that God blesses you with the strength to endure whatever comes your way. And I pray that just a crazy cool, fun miracle just happens for your life. It don't have to be big. It's cool if you're big. Lord, if you want to bless everybody with a million dollars, hook it up. Um, but if you also want to bless us with like one free small Starbucks, that's awesome too. But I pray that God just surprises you with some fun things that you overcome whatever obstacles are standing in your way. And more importantly, that you just have an awesome, awesome week. This is Jessica Lauren. I will talk to you later. This podcast was sponsored by NoRealJewelry.com. Editing is done by Brittany Harris of Brittany Harris Virtual Assistant.